Uh, my name is Beth Guide, and I'm with SEO 411. And today we're going to do something that I don't normally talk about as much as I used to, but we're going to talk about keywords and how they are important to uh, your digital marketing strategy and what we want to do to make that work. So let me go ahead and get my um, screen share up in the event. I know we're going to need it. Uh, okay, so you have my, my thingy here. Um, so I want to go ahead and I want to start to talk through this. Um, you know, when you look at the history of SEO and the history of how uh, search engines themselves have worked, they've always been predicated on a um, a keyword-based situation. Hold on, I got more people to let in. Sorry about that. Um, they're always been they've always been predicated on a keyword. Uh, back in the day, it was basically a simple Boolean search where you'd put in the word and it would find the page that had the most times of that keyword on the page. Um, and, you know, now it's nothing like that at all. Um, and we need to be, uh, but we do need to be acutely aware of keywords. I know a lot of people say keywords are dead, keywords are dead and long live keywords. Um, the reason I say that is because there's certain uh, elements within a web page that Google's looking for that if the keyword is not there, um, they're not gonna, they can't get the hooks in their page and they can't understand what the page is about and therefore they don't rank the page. So I wanna make sure that we understand how to find keywords, what to do with keywords, how to use our competitors to find keywords because I'm gonna touch on that a little bit today. Um, because if you don't pick the right keyword, you don't get the right traffic. If you don't get the right traffic, you don't get the right sales. I mean, it's pretty simple. Um, the thing also is that user intent is very important as we select keywords. Um, I'm going to use my friend at Trips to Italy. We rank on many, 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 many keywords, but many of them are just words like pizza. And I may be looking for a vacation in Pisa. I may not know how to spell the word pizza. I also may be wondering if I need peas and I type something in wrong, or I just simply am looking for the history of the city of Pisa. So when I, when I just use the word Pisa, that's probably just not a good keyword to rank on because there is no user intent and it may not support uh, vacations and what I do with vacations and how I do it and all that other stuff. So. The picking the right keyword is completely essential to doing um, SEO properly and making things work right um, around here. Um, you know, a lot of people call what I do, they'll use the word voodoo or you make magic or you do this or you do that. And it's not voodoo, it's basically mathematics. And if anybody ever told me one of the biggest uh, wordsmith geeks in the whole world that I would have to worry about what the mathematics of something were, um, I would have probably laughed at them, but this is one of the most important things now. Um, and, and this is all a mathematical computation. So we're gonna kind of understand that. And I'm gonna, we're gonna kind of talk about a little bit of that too. So there's not any magic here, but what I will say is that when you don't use a keyword and you don't tell Google what you do, and you don't have those hooks in your page, there's no way a page is going to rank on something. And um, just so we're kind of are understanding where search is and that layout of search is, if you're localized search, the city you're in, and I, I don't necessarily mean Houston because Houston's a very strange place 
I'll explain that. But Houston, the word Houston or the city you're in is just as important as the keyword itself. So urgent care, Houston, urgent care, Conroe, those, that delimiter of the location changes the search um, and places it that way. So if you're a local, I don't know all the people that I have in the room. So sometimes when I know and I see I have like 15 realtors, well, I know I have to tell them Kingwood or Champions or wherever they are in town. Um, but because I don't know that, I'm going to assume that I have a blend of people that have terms that can be in a regular search and terms that'll be in a localized search. And what I mean when I say a localized search is when you type the word, if a map appears, that means you better have your uh, keyword attached to a city. So accountant champions, if you put in the word accountant, it's going to give you a map that's going to be relegated to where you are. So let me, I'm in Kingwood today when I do this, just so you know that this, I'm just going to put in accountant. And if you, I do that, you'll see a map comes up and it gives me a CPA firm in Kingwood, a CPA firm in Kingwood and a CPA firm in Kingwood. Okay. Because I'm in Kingwood. So because I didn't specify Kingwood, it knows my computer is here. That's the results it gives me. So that tells me that the search term of accountant always must have a city or a location that you're targeting adjacent to it. So understand that your city can be just as much of a keyword as um, the uh, actual key search term itself. So when I say keywords, what I'm talking about is what do people put in this search bar at the top here? So what do you put in Google to get a result or an answer out of it? What is the, what is the right answer to that? And how do we determine what people are doing? And then what is a good keyword? What is a bad keyword? And the other thing I'm going to use is a long tail search. Okay. Um, when Google, well, not even Google, when places like AltaVista and Yahoo or some of the Lycos were some of the first search engines, if you went and put the word shoes in, you would get shoes, but you would get every type of shoe in the whole world. So if I wanted leather shoes, I quickly learned that I needed to put the word leather in for me to get leather shoes. I needed to make my search term be leather shoes. If I wanted red shoes, I needed to put red shoes. If I wanted three inch heels, I needed to put three inch heels in. If I had like a, a fractional inch heel, I'd fall off my shoes. So don't ever worry. I'm going to go putting three inch heels on myself. Um, so there is certain antecedents that people put in to find services. So that's one type of keyword search. That's one type of user intent. Another one would be a problem that I have. So let's say um, I have an I, I got an IRS letter. So if I got an IRS letter, I may put in IRS letter. And when I put in IRS letter, it gives me a whole bunch of information about IRS letters and what they are, where they are, when they're a scam, when they're not a scam. And the reason why I'm looking for an IRS letter is probably because I got an IRS letter. So with that said, that is a prospective customer for most accountants. So I might say what to do with an IRS letter. And when I say that, it changes my, my what to do, irs.gov. Um, and then I may put in the word help with an IRS letter. Well, these are all worries to, to, to get potential, um, to get potentially um, 
customers that may or may not need your help based on what the search results are and how they are. Because if I need help with an IRS letter, um, chances are that I need an accountant um, or an attorney. I could, lead, I could need uh, an attorney too. So there could be that as well. Um, help with IRS letter. And now I'm gonna say Houston because I need to talk to somebody. And let's see if that was not enough to trip a map but it is enough to start giving me local accountant firms in Houston. See, my tax guy in Houston. Um, IRS audits, there's, there, there's multiple different uh, uh, accounting firms here. Like now this is a tax lawyer, so um, I may need a lawyer. I mean, and that may be another question. When do I need a tax lawyer versus when do I need a, uh, a, a tax accountant? So. Um, there's multiple different ways to utilize these key terms. Now, I want you all to look at my search, uh, my Google screen. If you notice, as I'm kind of talking about this, um, you'll notice that I have this built into my search. And I've, I've talked about this tool before, and I think it's a vital tool, which is the Keywords Everywhere tool. Searches are one penny a search. They literally are one penny a search. Um, and because they're one penny a search, um, I can, I do thousands of them a day. So I, I, you know, our, our bill for this is if I spend a hundred bucks a month, I may be a fractional penny because it's pretty inexpensive. Um, but if I, I do multiple searches a day, I think I put in a hundred dollars every few months and I, and we do a lot of searches a day between all the computers here in the office. So um, it's cheap. It's a good way to do it. And it's a good plug-in for you to have if you're interested in making sure that you have the right keywords for your website. It's a way to do it without a lot of fuss and muss and how to find this because it's giving you the Google search volume without you having to go crawl through Google, Google to do it. Um, the other thing is that when you're picking, when you're picking keywords, you need to make sure that you're picking the right keywords here. I'm going to put this here. Rich asked where it was. It's called e-keywords everywhere. And if you go to this website, there's a plugin for Chrome that makes it display. And then you also can set your account up and get your key code and put your money in. And, and like I said, it is dirt, dirt, dirt cheap. As far as I'm concerned, it's one of the cheapest things we have and one of the most important things we have. So when I sit down to do something, I have to decide as a business owner what generates my business and what's going to help me um, gain customers and how am I going to use that? What keywords will I do to do that? And what I see a lot of the times is people sometimes even misidentify the keywords that were that they're using and how they're using them. Um, so you want to make sure that you use the right keyword and the best way to find the right keyword is to put the word in that you use and then figure out what the right word is. So um, let me let me do an example of something. So when I started my web hosting company, I was a dumb dumb. I was a newbie wet behind the ears, didn't know what I was doing. So I put in site hosting and we used to get you know, seven people a week on this. And it was not a, it was not a really big thing that people would do. Um, they actually use web hosting. So if you look at site hosting, it's got a volume of 3,600 searches a month. If you look, I've highlighted it at the top of the screen directly under the Google window for you. And it tells me how many searches a month are done for that term. It tells me the, what the pay-per-click rate is. And the higher the pay-per-click price is, the more expensive 
uh, or the more competition there is on it. So this is a fairly beefy word. They're saying they're estimating nine dollars and seventy nine cents. If I look out to the right, it's actually saying the cost per click on that is twenty seven dollars, and I would think that. Okay, but if I come down within the devil, the devils in the details, and I start. So remember, thirty six hundreds in our head. If by keeping the word site, you'll see website hosting is sixty thousand. So what was the right word? Site hosting at thirty six hundred or website hosting at 60,000. And really it's web hosting is the real term, which that doesn't seem to be here. Um, let me see if I can back that. Let me see if I can back into that. So if I put in website hosting like this thing suggested, it gives me some related terms, but then it also gives me things that people see. And now here's web hosting at 110,000. So what is the right answer? Is the right answer website hosting at 60,000 or web hosting at 110? So we went all the way from 3,600 on what I would say we did all the way out to 110,000 based on where, where, we, where we would go. So just understand um, that as this, as this kind of goes, that you're always looking and searching for the best possible word. And this tool will help you get there. The other thing that we do and that I would recommend doing is when you sit down to build a site, I have an Excel sheet and I start stacking in those words. And I, when I, the very first thing I do, and I'd like you to all start to look at your business this way, what services do you uh, uh, provide? So if I'm a bookkeeper, I'm going to put in bookkeeping. Uh, maybe I'm going to put in bookkeeping. It didn't even give me an answer on bookkeeping. Uh, we can't know why, because bookkeeping is one word. Bookkeeping with a space is two words. Let's see if it actually gives it. So Google's got so much stuff that it's providing on this uh, page, it's not even giving me the true answer on bookkeeping. Um, so every once in a while, I will hit that. They are saying that that term is so generic that you're not, it's not going to truly give me the, the information on it. So I, I'll go with that. If I look over here, um, over here, which is another tool I use, which is SerpWorks, it's saying the bid is $22 and it's 60,000, uh, 60,000 per, uh, 60,000 searches per. So, um, that's that that's how we that's how we kind of are looking through all of this so and then you'll notice that they say bookkeeping is local again and you'll notice there's a map there so i have to understand a couple things about every word that i want to rank on um i have to understand what's a local term what's not a local term because the strategy on those are different and if you don't know what the strategy is on a keyword then you don't know how to properly rank for that keyword so when I look at web hosting for me, or even SEO, let me see. I think SEO is local. So let me go SEO. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. So SEO is considered local. Okay. So what I mean is a map appears. So even though the service is a national level service and I have people all over the country, um, I actually have it as a, it's actually a local search in Google's mind. So when I uh, optimize for SEO or SEO services, 
because that term is local, that tells me that I need to add a city adjacent to it so it understands. So at SEO Kingwood, SEO Houston, um, and you know we have our office out on the Katy Freeway. I've got this one here. Um, so wherever you are in town, it will give you the rightly designated office based on where we are, and it should give you give you that. So because I'm here, it's giving you my address here in Kingwood. So. Um, but you'll see that the other thing that you'll notice is that the words that are surrounding this term um, also are um, generic informational searches and not something about an agency. So if I want the agency, I'm going to have to come right into this book here um, versus uh, trying to weed down here and find an agency somewhere that may be ranked on SEO in a local, in a local way. What ends up ultimately happening is people then put the word Houston or Kingwood adjacent to it. And then the answer, a different answer will come up. So here's this, and then you'll start to look down the agency list that are here on the, and sometimes we're on the front page and sometimes we're not today. We're not. So I'll go with that. Um, but you also can look on the side, it says SEO Houston, and maybe I want to look at SEO company. The thing is, is that if I pick the wrong term, I get the wrong search result, I get the wrong customer, I get the wrong user, and I end up doing a whole lot of effort for something that is nothing. Um, and I think that becomes a really big deal here on this. Um, and it's a way for us to all look at this and um, see what we need. So see what we need to do on stuff. I gotta find my phone here a second. So um, that's the that's the first set of things. The other thing is is that I want everybody to understand is that when you put a page up, there always is a chance that somebody will um, make a link to you. And if they make a link to you with a keyword in it, that link is stronger um, than one that does not have a link in it. Okay, so if I make a link to SEO 411 and I just link it as SEO 411, there is not a keyword in that. So therefore, I don't have as much um, value to it as I would if I had um, something, some other type of term in it. So if somebody said SEO expert, and then they link to me, that has a whole lot more value in it than if I had, um, I had put uh, something else on there that didn't. So um, and hold on one second. Somebody had sent me a text message on something. So I just wanted to make sure I got that answered. Uh, I do apologize for that. So, uh, okay. All right. Okay. So with that all said, um, the next thing that we need to do is we need to, so we need to understand that we want to develop links with those keywords in it, but you don't want to do it all the time. You only want to do it maybe 20% of the time. I don't want all the links pointing with the same keyword at me um, 
too many times at the same time. Because if I do, what's going to happen is I'm not going to end up, um, I'm not going to end up in a good place. So uh, Google will penalize me if I have too many keywords uh, that are the same. So if I had SEO Houston pointing at me 50% of the time, they're not going to reward me for that. They're going to say I manipulated that. So I want you to understand that there is a there is a threshold here on having links pointing at you that have keywords in them. But you need to be aware. Um, when I go on the when I go on the news or I do a television spot here locally, I always end up listing myself as SEO411.com, and I put the .com on it so that when they write where I am and who I'm from it actually will make that link. But the link is SEO 411. It's not a link that says, you know, what we do, but it still is a link and it's a link usually from a proprietary service. So I have presence of mind to make sure I know that to do that when I'm doing these things. So there is that piece of it. Now, some of the benefits to doing this is that you don't want keywords that are not relevant to your business. And there's a few reasons why we don't want that, okay? So, um, oh wait, hold on. Somebody put one in a chat too. Oh, that was just a thank you. Okay, so some of the reasons that we, we wanna make sure is that um, we need to make sure that we have searches that are relevant to our business. So let's say I, uh, I'm a web designer and I wouldn't want a website that talked about day trading. Um, because if I did, Google would not understand that I am a website. Now, if I say I help day traders build websites, or I, I have a business that gives you tips on being a day trader, um, and that's some of the types of, or a lawyer or something along that line, that may help me if they can put web design attorney together or web design stock trader together. But if it can't get that, if it can't jump to that, then we have a different problem, okay? And that different problem is that we have irrelevant sets of traffic that are involved, okay? Um, the other thing is, is that I take a real top-down approach from this. And the reason why we're gonna do that, and I encourage everybody to do the same thing. Um, I want you to find the words that are most, this is bad grammar, most hardest, um, word that you can come up with. Um, so again, if I am, if I am, a, let's say I'm an accounting firm, right? So I'm going to say I'm an accountant firm. I'm an accountant. I do, and I'm writing these down. So I have them. So I can drive, push out what I said. Okay. Who's making noise? You can't make noise. It's not allowed. Oh, no. Uh, I can't. See, can I see it? Oh, yes, I can. I'm going to mute those of you that aren't muted so you're not feeding back into the room if that's okay. If you want to say something, that's okay. Just stick your hand up or, um, you know, just put it in chat and then I can unmute you if it won't let you, but I don't want the feedback in the room. Um, okay, so I may have accountant, I may have tax accountant, I may have small business accountant. I may have accountant for small business. I may have a uh, accounting firm for small business. Um, 
So we're just going to kind of use those. I may also, if I off that same accountant firm offers bookkeeping services, uh, a bookkeeper, which we already looked that up. That's actually a bad key term. But what I did is I just came up with some really high-end terms for what it is. Now, I know on my own business that I there's four terms that I want to rank on on my business. SEO, uh, digital marketing, web hosting, and web design. And that's not in any particular order. Okay. And everything I do on my website in one way, shape, or form leads back to one of those four terms. Now, there's thousands of ancillary terms that are involved, and we'll, we'll get down to that in just a second here, okay? But the reality is um, everything I do comes down to those four terms. I would think that an accountant, the terms would come down to accountant, tax services, bookkeeping services, and IRS problems. I would think that that's what most accounting firms come down to. And, it's, and I'm using that because that's one that I can kind of rattle off the top of my head and has a good structure and hierarchy. Um, a lawyer, if I was a divorce lawyer, I might say divorce lawyer. Um, I might then say um, separation agreements, prenups, child custody, um, and then family law at large, okay? Or I actually may say family law, divorce lawyer, and come on down through it that way. But with that said, um, I would want to make sure that I structured everything I did on that website to pick those type terms up because those are the most important terms that are out there for what we do. So understand that that's a, that's a big piece of this as well. I need to move this off of here. I'm gonna move this up here. Let's see if I can put the chat under you all. I don't think I can. Sometimes Zoom is not nice to me. I've gotta just say that just because it's the right thing to say. Let's see, chat, chat. Okay, yeah, let's do this. I just wanna make sure if you guys, and if you guys have questions, please stick them over in there. Um, so that I can get them answered and make sure that we're answering as you go. I kind of have pulled it to the top of my desktop now. Is there any questions so far? Let me just kind of um, ask that. If there's any questions now, now would be a good time to ask them for a minute here. And, and if you say no, every, every, we're getting a nope so far, um, then uh, I'm just going to kind of keep going on. Okay, so the next thing we're going to do is we want to make sure that there's enough high volume search. And it used to be when we assembled a list of keywords, our goal was to come up with words or topics that had at least 20,000 searches a piece. And the reason why I want to number that hard. So I have four things here that are probably over a million searches. If I could put them all together on my site, um, if I did a local accounting firm, I think that we probably could get to the 20, but that 20,000 benchmark is because we want to give the biggest opportunity to be able to 
um, get traffic to that website in the biggest possible way. So we're picking words that are way up on the chart. Now, as we come down, um, if I go to website, uh, let's web design Kingwood, Texas, what's going to end up happening is we're going to have about 360 people. So I would never be able to build a business on web design in Kingwood because there's just simply not enough church, churches, uh, excuse me, searches done for that. So, but, so that's why I'm suggesting to you to pick the highest end version of that. Um, and when you pick the high end version of that, um, you have a good starting spot and then you know how to start to break that down and bring that down through the words that you use. Um, the easier the word, the easier the, um, the easier the word is, the easier of a time, the less competitive it is. Um, I guess that sounds a little bit redundant. So maybe what I want to say is the lesser the traffic amount, the easier um, it is. Now, if I look at something like SEO, SEO is really not a good keyword because it's so broad and it doesn't mean that I'm looking for a company. It may just mean I'm looking for the definition. I don't know what that is. And because I don't know what that is and I don't know, I don't know where that word comes from, it may probably is not a good word because it doesn't tell me the intent of the user. Now, does it mean that if I ranked on SEO nationally that I would be unhappy? No, I'd be doing backflips down Kingwood Drive with 2.2 million searches a, a month for it. But the thing is, at the end of the day, it really does not give me enough. Um, it doesn't give me it doesn't give me enough user intent for me to decide. So I have a question here. It says, what's that number at the top? Um, if you're meeting this here, that says volume, that's how many searches that are mean. If you're meeting this one here, that says how many results there are for the page. So there's 705 million websites that have the word SEO mentioned on it. So that's a really, this is a really broad topic. And if you come over here, this is the estimated searches. Um, I have three sets of numbers at the top that are coming from three different aggregators, if you will. So when I look at this, I always look at the one that's coming out of Keyword Everywhere because they're tapped in and pulling right out of Google's database. So um, Google has what they do is a published set of words that you can go in and it's based on their AdWords information. Um, that if I look in AdWords, it tells me how many searches are being performed um, for a particular search term, um, assuming that somebody's going to buy um, traffic. Okay. Um, but it's been a long practice of the SEO companies that do organic SEO um, that they're saying um, that they want. Um, that they want to do, uh, excuse me, I'm saying that the organic traffic wants to be told. Um, what question do you have? Go ahead, Brittany. Go ahead, what is your question? You have your hand up. Did you mean to put your hand up? I'm just talking, My, it was unmuted. Sorry, I thought I was still, I thought I was unmuted. So the question is, you said we need to look for at least 20,000. Where is that number? Is it where it says page two of? No, it's right here under where it says volume. Okay, so that's so you would want to keyword so, everywhere. Right? Yes, yeah, it's okay. a keyword everywhere word. Yes. Okay. So there's three different there's three different places, three different sets. If I put in diff, gifted and talented programs, it has thirty six hundred. So that 
as 3,600. If I change the word to school, that has 480. So I'm now up to about 4,400 on just the gifted and talented. Um, uh, and I can look down here in the keywords everywhere and go from there. So, okay. Okay. All right. So that's where I'm saying you got to kind of try to pick from there and what you want to do. Um, so that's that story. So um, the low competition words are good because they help get you traffic. Um, so, um, oh, congratulations for, for Rich. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're going to take a retirement there. And then somebody else said, are there any free tools that can give us this information? I'm not sure if Google's ads is free. Okay, that's a, that's a good question. Ben asked if, if there's a free tool. Now, I'm going to say that this, the tool that I'm telling to you to use, you can put in $10. So it's not an expensive tool and that $10 will carry you a long way. But if you really want to go for free, you can go into Google AdWords, which let me go into my AdWords account. I can go into my AdWords account and I'm going to pick uh, this one here. Let me do this one here, which I think is my own. And I can come up here under, I think this is my own account. So I'm at least I'm hoping it's my, oh, it is my own account. Okay, good. Okay, so. I can come in here and you see there's a keyword planner here. So I'm going to go to keyword planner. And I can tell it I want to discover new keywords or I want to get a forecast. So I can pick whichever way I want. Um, I like the discover new keywords because I'm kind of get to where I don't think of something, but we can do search volumes and forecasts. And let me just put in web design. So I put in web design, web hosting, SEO services, and digital marketing. And what it does is it's going to go out to Google and it's going to give me the search volume of those four. So you see, it gives me a volume here of 673,000, 49,000. Web design is 368, 110. What it's not accounting for is location and local searches. Okay, so just be careful with that piece of it. Um, this is what it estimates that I'll have a chance at 18,000, 60,000, 12,000, and another 60,000. So these are the four right words for our business. And you can see it's telling me that I'm bidding on SEO uh, services, by the way. That's why I have a little star there because I am bidding on that. That's actually a word that this campaign runs on. Um, we, we do have a small AdWords campaign running on this website. I have for years. Um, so with that said, but if I come back into my keywords everywhere, let's do web hosting, you're going to see these numbers are pretty close. So I, I personally, I've gotten to the point where I hate to use the word lazy, but I'm going to use the word lazy. I'm just too darn lazy to go see the numbers exactly the same 110, 110. 
So it's giving me the information without me having to log in and go through all the rigmarole to go through my site. Um, and it's also giving me what it's, what's the beginning uh, words that are attached to it. Um, now, what I will say, oh no, here they are. I was gonna say they're not here, but if you notice, here's a whole nother pile of uh, web hosting-y type terms um, for you to go consider. Now, we don't have free web hosting, um, so I wouldn't want to rank on free web hosting because people would be mad at me because for their free web hosting, I'd be sending them a bill. Um, so we don't, I don't think we want to, we don't want to do that um, from that standpoint. Um, but uh, understand what you're looking at. I have lots of web hosting words here. Unlimited, AWS, uh, web hosting cost. I'm going to hear I'm here to tell you that throughout all of it through the whole dawn of time since I've been doing this 21 years now, the only word that people ever buy on is web hosting. It's great that I'm ranked on website hosting at the end of the day those end up ultimately not being buyers I'm not sure that I know why, but they end up not being buyers so. Um, that's that pretty much that story. Uh, so understand the difference between a highly competitive term and a low competitive term the more competitive something is the harder it is for you to build a page and rank on the page i'm gonna say that um the uh issues here are um listed in the um, issues i'm sorry all the variants are here. They're all different words. And I need to be aware of them. Um, when I build the page, I need to be aware of them. I need to know every single version of them. But I'm going to start with something that's going to give me a lot less competition, like what is the defin definition of a web host? If somebody's looking for that. They don't know what they're doing. They may be a candidate for new service. So there is that. What is the best web hosting service for small business? There's another set of that. Okay, so when we put all these things together, this is where we start to come up and, and get from things um, and what we try to do with stuff. So I would go put together what is a web hosting, def what is the definition of web hosting page just simply to catch people that because their intent is probably to understand something before they're, so they're in some part of the buying decision and it's a low competition. You notice how much lower these numbers are over here versus something like web hosting. It gives you the competition report. Web hosting is, its competition is a 60, is 0.69 out of 100. This one is uh, website hosting is 76. So those are, those are expensive terms. Those are tough terms, tough nuts to crack. Um, if you see my web hosting company did crack it here on local. Um, from a local standpoint, we're the number one local business for that. But if you start to look down, then you get the normal cast of characters of, of web hosting companies that may or may not be available nationally. So just understand, understand search volume, understand relevance, also understand how hard something is or how easy something is. And I'm going to tell you that it's always better to build the site with the lofty goals of high-end terms and then start at the bottom and populate your website with what I'm going to call these long-term 
uh, low competition terms that I can easily start to push towards the top because what then happens is those low end terms push up and help you elevate into the more um, complex terms or the more competition terms. So um, understand how that kind of works. All right. Um, the other thing that you need to do is kind of understand how to find valuable terms. So again, if we come back to my paltry site hosting example, and I can only kind of teach you this by feel so you understand kind of what to look like. I actually use this waterfall quite a bit when I, when I talk to customers and I start to try to understand what their needs are. I use this waterfall because they may say to me, I'm trying to think of a word and it's escaping me, but I'm going to go get the word. This was a good one. Trauma fixation. Okay. So we had a word on that website that says trauma fixation, T-R-A-M-A fixation. Anybody know what trauma fixation is? Apparently neither does Google because look at what, uh, did I spell trauma right? T-R-A-U-M-A. When I put trauma fixation in, I get the main term that doesn't have a lot of searches. I have a trauma fixation device market, which is a 20. I have a 30 on trauma fixation. All of these things, none of them mean anything. What the trauma fixation is, is a device that they use to fix a bone like a splint. So this is a, this is an internal splint is what this is, or a way to fix a broken bone, okay? Um, the better word, like see, so you see trauma implants here or fixation on, in fracture, those start to be more of the right words. So trauma, let me see what trauma implant says. So well, that's images, trauma. So implants is 77. Well, we moved up a little bit from 20 to 77. So you start to see um, some of these. Uh, let's see if I can get the right term for this is... Did you have a question? No, I guess not. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and mute him too. No, it's just I don't. I don't that way we don't have the cross tra traffic on the sound. Um, the point of the matter is we've got a lot of bad terms here to be able to um, come up with what is the right. Now they're coming up with some of the brand names that do it, but they're not giving me words that actually have searches on them. So this whole trauma fixation is not a right word to pick. Um, and really what it is, is repairing broken bones or something along those lines. And I, I have to figure out what the right term is for it. I, I, I actually have it written down somewhere. We kind of did come up with the right one. But what I want to show you is that picking the wrong word we end up with zero searches. And anything to me that has a, a zero search is pretty well not worth my time. Um, some people would say, well, it has zero searches, so that means there's opportunity. Um, there's only opportunity. It's that old story that if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there to hear it, does it make a sound? This is the kind of the same thing. So I rank number one on a term that nobody uses. 
all right, great. I rank number one, but nobody's ever going to find me because you can't, you don't actually use it. So I want you guys to understand that there are um, higher end keywords. And then the other thing is, as we're talking about this, is that there's phrases and that phrases have values. Okay. So, um, I, and I, when I do this kind of now, I kind of think in those phrases. Okay. What is, and this is because this is the way people do searches now. Um, let's do it this way. Cloud hosting versus web hosting. You realize they're basically the same thing, right? But the reality is that cloud hosting now seems to kind of have taken over the verbiage and the ver vernacular. Um, so I have 590 searches on this, this term a month. It's, it's really a relatively easy keyword to rank on because it's, it's less than, less than 50% pressure on it. It's a low bid. So to me, this is a way to get people to get a web hosting page put together, done so in an informative way. And for me to get a cloud hosting keyword and a web hosting keyword and actually get um, some reasonable search traffic off of that for people that may be looking to buy something. Um, another one of my favorites is this, because this is actually a thing now. WordPress hosting. So the whole world knows there is no difference in web hosting and any other hosting in the world. Um, basically, if you can download it and you can upload it, you don't need a, you don't need specialized hosting for that. Now, people like WP Engine make a living out of it. I mean, we're very proficient at it, but at the end of the day, WordPress hosting is a thing, but it's no different than web hosting itself. And if I come down and I start looking, but you see the pressure on that, that's a highly competitive term. And in fact, the bid on that is $22.54. So if I click on this right now, I cost WP Engine 22 bucks. Um, not gonna do that to them, but just so we understand that that's what was going on. So I may put up a page that says, what should you look for in WordPress hosting? Um, and then kind of go. And if you look over here, the cost per click over here is listed at $59. And I actually believe that that actually could be a right number because that's a that's a really highly competitive, highly competitive term. So with that said, I can see that being a thing. Um, okay, so onward and upward here. So we know how to dis, to do them. We want to make sure that we pick terms that have sufficient volume. So make sure that that's a that's something that you do. That that sufficient volume number is very important because I really hate to tell somebody to go optimize their website for something and there's no traffic to support it. Um, it's extremely extremely important to me to make sure that we pick the right the right things. Um, the longer tail on the search, meaning the more words that can go, that comprise the search. Um, that's a long tail search, what to do when you're on an Italian vacation. And then we should start to see things that you can do now. And you notice all of these 17 things here, how to do this, ultimate that, how to, this is good, how to have an Italy staycation in the United States, if they say so. Um, 
So, and then here's more questions. So now what I'm going to tell you guys is this, and this is, um, this will help pick some out for you. Uh, meaning you can use your keyword finder and pick uh, coming up with, you know, different side notes. But what else I'm going to say to you is that if you put in a search term and you come down in the bottom, there's always these related search terms in the bottom. These related search terms are things that you should talk about and consider when you're putting together a page. These two unto themselves are also keywords. So when I sit down and I think about a keyword and I put something in and I come up with a what to do when you're on an Italian vacation, um, I may go through and I'm going to actually change this to Italy because I'll tell you something funny off the, this is off topic, but it's a funny off topic. It just shows you how odd Google can be. So we talk about Italian vacations and Italian honeymoons and Italian this and Italian, Italian food. To them, Italian is a person, them being Google. So Italian is a person, not a destination. So what happens is they have taken every place, they have taken every place that you might use the word Italian and actually replaced it with the word Italy. Um, so when you're talking how to, when you're on an Italian vacation day, see, see uh, in, Italian is interchangeable with a lot of these terms here, unusual things, adventurous things to do in Italy. They've changed these words around some so that you have to use the word Italy instead of Italian. There is no Italian anymore, but Tra travel plans to Italy, planning a trip and a travel and itinerary, how to travel to Italy during COVID. Um, there's lots and lots of different variants, but all of these are keywords unto themselves. So when I'm sitting down and I'm thinking about what do I want to do with a keyword, I may come all the way right down to here and pick some of the bottom things and come up with the page to write for them because there is a definite set of relatable searches on every search that you do in Google. Okay, so just so that you understand what you're looking at and where to look and how to get ideas, because I think the thing is that once you understand what you do and you put the right things on it, it be, on the right keywords on it, it becomes a matter of what do I do with that now that I know that that's out there. And what you actually would do with that is you would sit down and you would utilize those keywords and you would utilize them in ways that would allow you to get in these first slots. And if you need these story ideas, they're right here in the bottom of the page for you. Um, so understand how these are all working. These long tail searches probably, this is where this gets, I don't want to use the word weird, but I don't mean, uh, mean it that way, but let me, let me see if I can explain it to you. 50% of all searches are not repeated. And what that means is the search is unique to the end user. So how you decide to search for something, one out of every two times is unique to you. So you have to understand that. Um, um, so you have to understand that part of it. I apologize for that too. My phone's kind of going off like a freak. I'm like ready to shut the thing off here in a minute for good. Maybe I should shut it off forever. Um, okay. So, 
Uh, and then Ben has a question. In addition to keywords on pages, I understand you need to include them in the page URL and the metadata. Yeah, that Ben asked a question. What I'm going to tell you, Ben, is that's part of technical SEO. I'm actually teaching that next week. So if you come to next week, we're going to talk about how to implement these keywords. And, and what I will tell you is that I came up, I have, a, um, there's been a long discussion about whether you could drive a website with just links and bad on-page SEO, okay, or on-site SEO. And the thought of everybody has always been, if you had a lot of links, you could offset bad on-site SEO. Well, I came up across a website um, middle of last month and it was very interesting because they told me this whole big story about how they changed this and they changed that and that the website didn't rank anymore um, after, they, after all these things happened. And they were convinced that they broke the website. And when I went and I went and looked at the website, it had great links, great bat link, back links, nothing was wrong with it. The only thing wrong with it is there was not a lick of keyword on it anywhere. So we're going to take what we're talking about in keywords and then talk about what to do with them in the next class. Just so you know, I could talk on technical SEO probably for five hours unfettered if somebody let me. Um, I have to say that it, it's to me, it's so basic but yet it is probably, I'm going to actually elevate it to be the one of the most important things. So yes, the answer is keywords on a page, but also in all these other things, the answer across the board on that is yes. The, what I'm going to say to you is that I want you to know how to pick the keywords. What I'm hoping everybody can walk away with today is how to find the keywords and how to understand how to create the content with the right keywords. Um, because if you don't understand that, the next piece of this starts to become very difficult because I'm actually talking about how do you implement something. And if you don't know how to, imp you don't even know how to, it's like kind of how do you bring the brick wall without knowing where a brick is um, or know what a brick is. So that's kind of what that problem, that problem is. Okay, this says crafting a complete, uh, what else I want to talk about is talking about crafting a complete page um, using that keyword in the keyword research. So let me, I do this automatically and I actually did a whole class on how to optimize, optimize a class. I'm going to do that again at the end of this month. Um, so look out for that as well. But what I want you to think about is how to write a page that has all, has all these elements in it and how that page exists. So let me, I think SEO 411 is going to be the best one to use because I wrote some of this myself. So I already told you what I wanted to rank on, which was SEO, digital marketing, web design, and web hosting, right? So you see that they're all there, but every one of these needed their own unique landing page for it. So I just went through and I wrote a page about web hosting and a web hosting company and its impacts on SEO. Um, because what's happening is the core vitals has hit and I probably need to do that class. My bad for not doing it this time around. Um, but the, the core vitals have hit and what that means and where does it go and how big of a role does your web host play in it. But if you notice, I have web hosting company and SEO right here, right on this page. So I wrote this page about 
web hosting. But if you start to look through it, you're going to see that all my keywords are here. Um, and you notice I appended the word company to the end because my keyword research showed that key, that keyword, uh, web hosting company is actually a good solid keyword and probably better than web hosting all by itself. So let's do that web hosting company. Okay, so that has 9,000 searches by a month. The competition on it is a lot lower. So it's going to be a lot easier for me to rank on web hosting company than it is for me to rank on web hosting by itself. I can tell that by the pay-per-click, but the number is still pretty decent at 9,900. So it's not a bad keyword. Um, and then when I come down and I start to look, you'll see that services might be another option. And maybe, and I'm going to tell you, I probably might at the end of this class, where this says web hosting, your web hosting company, I may have change it to say your web hosting service because service is actually a better word than company. All right. So as I put these together, I have to use the research that I do to put together a page that, uh, makes the best amount of sense for what mathematically Google has. And like I said, I am going to do a technical SEO class, which is going to be an actual complement to this class uh, next Wednesday at the same time. So mark it off on your calendars and be there because we're going to go to now that we know what the right word is, what are we going to do with it? And how does it have to be interjected into each and every one of these things? Um, so we, so we know that part. Okay. So um, how to put the content together using that keyword research is an important um, is an important set of information. Okay. Um, and I want to make sure that we know how to do that as well. And then the next part of this that we want to talk about is putting together a list. And I'm telling you to use keywords everywhere on this. Uh, you can use Google AdWords, um, but the other thing that I like to do when I'm building a keyword list for a customer is I come in here. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in and I'm going to put a website in and okay, I got trips to Italy here. His uh, competitor is Zicasso. If I spelled that right, it's going to work. If I didn't spell that right, it's not going to work. Okay, so here we go with Zacasso. Okay, so it's funny because all these travel agents, you notice they had pay-per-click, pay-per-click, and then they went bang zero, and they still haven't turned their pay-per-click back on, so they have no paid traffic rights whatsoever going on right now. So with that said, you'll see that there's 77,000 keywords there. And I'm going to click on that. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to filter my searches. Okay. Because they have all kinds of vacations, not just Italy. They have all kinds of crazy stuff. So hold on a minute. So I have Southern Italy two-week itinerary. That's one. So I'm going to mark that off. 
I'm literally going to go down each and every one of these and I'm going to find all the keywords that I know that I don't have. Best Italy tours, food and wine tour of Italy, create a tour of Italy. Luxury, uh, luxury travel business, but I would say Italian honeymoon tours. Um, and you can see that I've done this because if you notice, um, some of these are actually showing up as I have some. Some of them have reviews, some of them don't have reviews, and I've actually marked some of these off already because I pilfered through this already. Um, Italy honeymoon packages. I, I went ahead, that's another one. So I can go through, and what I do is I export this list, which I'm going to do right now. Let me see if it actually exported it for me. And I'm going to um, show this in Finder because if I try to open it, it's going to open. I'm going to say open with Microsoft Excel. And I'm going to close this window. I'm going to change my screen here in just a second. Give me just a minute for you. I'm going to take that list from Zacasso. And I'm going to stop my screen sharing. I am going to start my screen sharing. And you will notice now that I have all those keywords and I'm going to start building a list here. Um, what I'm going to do for this purpose and this exercise is I'm going to do it this way and I'm going to tell it if you're just mildly good with um, Excel, you should be okay. I'm going to tell it to sort by D. So sort plus custom sort. Uh, column to sort is going to be search volume. I'm going to tell it okay. Up wrong direction. tell it largest to smallest because I want to know the best to the worst. Okay, so I'm going to take off Bora Bora and Safaris, okay, because we don't go do either. But you see the very first one I have is Sicily, okay, and there's 368,000 searches done for Sicily. Now, it's possible that that keyword could be, and actually it probably is, but that keyword is mixed up between Sicily vacations, people born in Sicily, um, all those type of terms. It could be anything. History of Sicily. What is Sicily? Is there a volcano? It could be a whole passel of things. Okay, so I'm going to say I'm going to keep it, but I also know I'm going to, it's probably not a good one. I'm going to kind of go down this and you see here's another one that's Campania and Tuscany and Amalfi Coast. And those are all keywords that people would use um, that maybe are going um, to Italy, but they also just may be doing um, a book report for school, for lack of a better way to say that. What I will say is that I think that Tuscany and the Amalfi Coast probably are a little bit more uh, vacation-minded because most people don't search the Amalfi Coast unless you're going to the Amalfi Coast. Um, so I would be a little bit more happy about that key term. And I'm going to go down 
all 77,000 of these keywords and I'm going to build me a list. Now, I don't know who has a website that, that competes on the same level as Expedia, like this Trips to Italy site does. And the Trips to Italy site does very well for where it, for where it goes to. So let me just, let me just say that piece of it. Um, but your local little uh, accountant is not going to have the same problem as somebody that, that is trying to compete against Expedia. So understand not all keyword lists are going to be um, based on uh, 77,000. So um, I may look and see what's the biggest CPA firm here in, that's another keyword, by the way. I may look and see what's the biggest CPA firm in Houston um, and then proceed to go through and start to um, actually uh, put mine in and build a keyword built off my competitors. I would do it through SEMrush. I also have an Ahrefs account. I pull it from Ahrefs. Um, I can pull it from uh, Google, which is probably the easiest place to pull it. Um, and put them all together and come up with an aggregated list. And that sets forth my content agenda for everything that I need to do. Um, and that's, that's a really big and important thing. And I think that you need to do that. Um, the other thing I would do is I would sit down with this list and I would group the keywords. So I picked this because this is pretty vast, which is why I did it this way. But what I will tell you is that Tuscany is a place, so the Amalfi Coast is a place, Sicily is a place, but down here, oh, where was it? I saw Italy honeymoon vacations on this list somewhere, or family vacations, Lake Como, Italy is another, so there's a lot of Italy on this list, but you see this family vacations, that's a type, it doesn't go with Sicily or, so I would start grouping this, whether it's by people, whether it be by region, whether it be by city. So I have like items together. So I'm gonna take my list and make sure that all my pieces are put together. So my list is kind of clustered and grouped based on what the theme of the, um, what the theme of that, that, keyword is. Um, in this case, I have regions of Italy, I have trip types. And basically, when we put this site together, we put it together based on trip types, which were honeymoons, family vacations, group travel, group tours. Um, there's a couple more and they're escaping me. But we put we put them in the form of what those what those tour types were. Um, because we felt like that was the more important thing than the city. So although I have really good rankings on Tuscany and Florence, I don't know that those keywords are going to sell, sell, sell me a vacation anywhere in all of this. So there is that as well. Um, I also would say you need to decide what your keywords are that are profitable. Um, so for me, I know web hosting is a profitable keyword. I don't know, and it's kind of funny, somebody said this, I saw this go by in a discussion group and I was like, well, gee, I'm glad I'm not alone because there was like several hundred people that responded to this. Um, they said that SEO services are never sold from Google, meaning most people don't go to Google and pick an SEO service. And I agree with that because there's so many people that have no idea what they're doing that it somewhat is a crapshoot that if you just go pick somebody off of Google and call them, 
So, but web hosting is bought through, through a search engine. So understanding what is a profitable keyword and what is just, hey, I'm going to pat myself on the back because I got myself on the number one page for something. Um, I think those are the things that we have to start to understand and understand how things work. Um, and I do want to make sure that everybody knows you need to make a big old comprehensive list. I think you need to have at least 500 words on that list. And if you can't get to 500 words, you need to go back and think about your methodology because every one of you, bar none, should have at least <laughs> at least a couple hundred keywords that you understand your website needs to rank on. Because even if I talk about gifted and child, uh, gifted and talented schools, which is ultimately what they do, there's private school, there's all the terms that would go with a private school. Um, there is, I would go as far as to put that school up against a, um, a traditional Christian or Catholic school, a parochial school. Um, so I would go and find a whole pile of keywords and at least have 300 keywords, three to 500 keywords for my website, because you can't pin yourself into a corner. Um, you know, my website, my own website probably ranks on over a thousand at this point. Um, trips to Italy ranks on about 7,000. So these are really high end sets of terms and, and, you know, those type things. Um, I'm trying to think where else I want I didn't cover here. Cause you guys, when it's quiet in here, I get so much covered. I get more covered than I do when we're in person. Cause you guys aren't asking me questions. Y'all are kind of there muted and I never know whether you're there or not. Um, so, but uh, does anybody have any specific questions on this? I do. Okay, go ahead. Bridget, so when we're looking for, so I just wanna kind of go back to what you were saying. So we can go on the list and find like maybe the lower ones, maybe one of them has 800 searches or 1500 searches. Yes. And so we should add those keywords to our list. So when we're creating content, meaning if it's a blog or an article or something on the website, those keywords need to be incorporated in the content. Like you said on yours, instead of putting company, I may put services because services, according to your research, show that if somebody typed that in, your company may show up or Google will recognize your company. Am I correct about that? Yeah, if you don't have keywords on your page, it's not going to be, um, it's uh, it's not going to go very far, very fast because they don't understand it. So you have to put them on your page or they don't know where to go. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And good, Rich. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I'd be glad to see you again. I haven't gotten to see you in like in God probably a couple of years. Somebody said is Rich said is SEM Rush A or SEM Rush A paid for service. There's always been an argument about whether how you say that. Um, I've always said it's SEM. I don't care that they say their name is Simrush. It's because they're trying to walk away from what they started as, which was a pay-per-click company and support company. Um, but anyway, yes, it is paid for. You can get a rudimentary version um, for cheap. I think the cheapest version they have that will give you expanded services, maybe $99. Um, often I'll 
I can't, if you can give me a competitor, I can export that keyword list for you. I, I usually will do that for the people in this class, but I, I don't want to get down to where somebody's asking me for a hundred of these things because I, I can't do that. Um, I do have a question. If you can Go hear ahead. me. Yeah, I can hear you great. Go ahead. How often should we change? Like, let's say we get our keywords down and we think it's good and we kept it there for a month on our website, we realized that it's just not right. If we change it the next month or the next week, does it matter? Like over time, is Google looking at our sites and ranking them and coming up with something and if we keep changing them, they keep starting from scratch? Kind of, yes. And, and I don't ever change them. So I, I kind of pick them. If I'm wrong, I add to them. I don't ever take down what I have. I always work on growing outward and not just, oh wait, oops, this is wrong. So just because I was ranking on site hosting didn't mean that I didn't go ahead and be proactive and go work on web hosting. Um, I rank on SEO, now I wanna expand it. And, and I will tell you that when I went to go add the web hosting, I did rock the SEO boat some and I have to go back now and get it all balanced back out because Google's a little bit confused whether I'm web hosting or I'm SEO at this point. So I have to actually sort that piece out but yeah, add to it. Don't ever take something down. Don't ever monkey with it. Or once you make a decision, it's up there. Google has it in their index. Go to the next thing. Don't, it's not an up and down, take it up, put it down, take it up, put it down thing. It really needs to be a, um, I'm going to put it up and then I'm going to go to the next thing thing, if that makes sense. There is a def definite difference in what I'm saying there on that. Are you tracking? I guess we're tracking. Ben, are you tracking? And you, you know, no, no, I'm just updating my website now. And I was I was in the process of picking my, my terms. All right, but you tracking what I'm saying about adding. If you make a mistake, and I mean, don't go pick shoes and then go put footballs. I mean, that if it's yes. like that wrong, that's different. But if you started with accounting and then said, I wanted to go to CPA, don't take down the accounting, leave the accounting, add the CPA. And actually, if you do it right, they'll all support each other and all boats will rise. Oh, I got you. Okay, so, all right. What other question do we have? Good, we're all nice and quiet. So that means I talk really fast for one hour and 25 minutes and you all know now everything. So with that said, if we're all done for the week and we have no more questions, I'm gonna go ahead and call it a day. Um, I will remind you that I'm doing technical SEO next time and it's going to dovetail into the use of these keywords. So if you need to know about that, please make sure you attend the next one. And I'm going to take up Jim's suggestion and make individual reminders for each of these classes because I think that is a brilliant idea. So we start getting people to know when the heck we're actually here and what we're doing and when we're doing it. Because I, I, I've noticed that, that the, what I do it the same day, you guys are all here. And when I, when I don't, by the time the end of the month rolls around, you all forget I'm out here. So anyway, so I will see everybody next week then, because we're going to, we're going to have a next chapter to this and I bid you all a good afternoon. And if you have any questions, you're always welcome to reach out. So thank you and have a good day. Thank you for joining in today's Internet Marketing Clinic. We hope you enjoyed our program and we will have more marketing information for you next week. Be sure to tune in.